0: Good morning, everyone.
1: It is Monday, November 13th. I'm Ben Berkeley here with Sarah Friedman, and this is the Hustle Daily Show. Our top story to start this week is the emergence of a trend that's way past due. Companies are learning how to better serve people living with sensory processing disorders. Often associated with other health conditions like ADHD and autism spectrum disorders, sensory processing challenges impact a much bigger segment of the population than you may think. Some estimates say as many as 16% of Americans experience a heightened sensitivity to sensations like light, smell, touch, and sound. We'll talk more about the positive moves corporate America is making to adjust its practices for this community, but first let's catch up on everything else making headlines in the world of business and tech today. Let's start with a wild wrinkle in WeWork's $47 billion fall from grace, where SoftBank, the Japanese investment giant that invested big in WeWork, is really just like compounding its losses here. It has lost $14 billion so far, and that number may still go up, but we're going to focus on just one head scratching choice. The company gave former WeWork CEO Adam Neumann a personal loan of million. The thing is, his WeWork shares were the only collateral in that deal, which probably made sense at the time. The shares were worth about $500 million, but today they're worth just $4 million. So now he can basically just pocket $426 million, and that is insult to injury. Tesla will make Cybertruck buyers agree to a one-year moratorium on reselling their weird, weird, weird vehicles. If Tesla isn't given first-rate refusal at buying back one of the trucks, it'll go after owners who sell them for at least 50K and ban them from future purchases with Tesla. Google is gonna start deleting a whole lot of inactive Gmail accounts at the end of the month. And by inactive, we mean you haven't logged in in about two years here's the problem the older accounts are more commonly hacked and used for scams this is because they're often not you know set up with two-factor so there are going to be a lot of accounts going away keep in mind gmail is the most popular email service in the world boasting 1.8 billion plus users disney's newest film the marvels notched the lowest ever opening weekend for a marvel movie The superhero flick picked up about $110.3 million globally, with about 47 of that domestically. That is against a $200 million production budget, and just kind of continues to drive home the point that maybe we need to cool it. A little oversaturated. But let's move on to other film news, where the head of C-3PO from 1977's original Star Wars film sold for $843,000. The prop was owned by Anthony Daniels, the actor behind the droid, and actually may have been purchased at a bit of a discount. Analysts did expect it to fetch up to $1.2 million. And one last thing here. There are 600 or so Chuck E. Cheese family entertainment centers scattered across the world. They're in 19 countries. But soon, only one location will feature the chain's classic animatronic band. If you need to plan a pilgrimage to jam with Chucky and Jasper Jowls, or I can't even remember the name of all those guys in that band, that's going to be Northridge, California, which is going to have the one remaining band bedecked location. That's actually pretty close to me, and I don't know whether to be thrilled by this news or slightly unsettled that those guys are just going to continue doing their thing in perpetuity in my backyard. But we can talk about something else right now. Okay, let's move on to our top story today. We're looking at the ways companies are improving their approach to accessibility, looking to better serve people living with sensory processing disorders. As I mentioned at the top of the show, this is a much more significant segment of the population than you may realize. Researchers estimate that I mean, they they vary, but it ranges about as high as one out of every six Americans living with sensory challenges. So we're talking about many millions of families that are impacted. And luckily, there is some progress being made when it comes to making the world more accessible for them. The biggest move yet in the space came from Walmart late last week. Sarah, can you fill us in on what changes they are making?
2: Yeah, so as you mentioned Many people are living with sensory issues, and this can make things like going shopping or going to the movies more challenging. There are bright lights, loud noises, crowds, and those can become obstacles for many with sensory issues. So to solve for that, companies are getting creative with different products and experiences. So yes, this week, Walmart just announced The return of a sensory-friendly shopping hour, which will run every day. They tested this and it got such a good response that now it'll be every day from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. And during that window, TVs on the wall will display static images instead of video. The radio is turned off and the lights are lowered. So it's just a much more palatable experience for many so that customers who might have sensory issues know that that's the time that they can shop comfortably. And there are lots of different types of companies doing sensory-friendly programming. So AMC Theatres has sensory-friendly movie showings. They actually turn the lights up so it's not so dark and turn the volume down. Chuck E. Cheese has sensory-sensitive Sundays, which is really cool for kids. And it's touching all sorts of industries. Royal Caribbean has autism-friendly cruise ships. And Beaches Resorts has autism-friendly vacation packages just so parents and families are able to actually get these customized experiences to make it way more comfortable and easy for them while traveling.
1: This is, I mean, this is awesome just to like see it at a scale like this. I think that this is something that a lot of families have been really hoping for. One thing with this Walmart, this is every store in in America where this is going to be happening on a daily basis. So that is a really big commitment to serving these communities. And I know that, you know, you mentioned that it's not just experiences, but it's also products. Can you tell us about some of the products that are also being developed in this this direction?
2: Yeah, it's touching basically everything. So Victoria's Secret recently launched an intimate apparel line for people with disabilities. And part of that was thinking about sensory-friendly fabrics. Kohl's also has an adaptive clothing brand for, a bunch of its private label kids brands that also have sensory friendly fabrics. And a really cool one Chrysler partnered with the Autism Society of America on what they're calling a calm cabin package that goes inside of its minivans and it includes a bunch of items like a weighted blanket or even a seatbelt sleeve to make that fabric a bit more comfortable. So, really creative. Just, I think we're going to see a lot of this moving forward brands just being more thoughtful about their offerings, whether that is like an in-person retail experience or the products themselves.
1: It's really nice to see when it comes to accessibility. Like I think you have historically seen a lot of companies not prioritize it the way that they should. And I would say should not just on a like it's the right thing to do. It's also just good business. Like this is a really obvious win for companies where like, let's zoom out from just, you know, we've really focused in on sensory processing disorders here, but like, let's look at disabilities in general. I think if the the latest numbers I could find were about 27% of adults in the U.S. live with some type of disability, that's more than one in four. And you're factoring in all of those people, all of their loved ones. And to, you know, focus on on serving them and push for inclusion, that's just a lot of potential customers you're bringing in. And, you know, this is something that, that surely hits close to home for me, living in a, in a family where there there are a lot of health conditions in and around my family, where, you know, thinking about how Walmart's doing this, like their sensory hours aren't something I'm likely to attend, mostly because like, I don't, I don't want to be awake and out of the house before 10 a.m., but... I'm also much more likely to consider shopping at Walmart. This is kind of how our generation, in particular, really likes to shop—is with our values. And you know, kind of seeing them prioritize people in my family and making an effort to better their lives is definitely going to uh, strengthen my relationship with the Walmart brand. So it's it's good to see. I hope that this really brings on a lot more of this type of accessibility push going forward.
2: Yeah, that's such a good point, because as you said, I think not only are so many of these conversations that we have about diversity and equity in business about it being the right thing, but it really does move the bottom line for businesses. And as you said, it's 2 prong because it's not just consumers who would benefit from these things, but it's also like Gen Z as well. It's commonly noted that they really want their values to align with the businesses that they support. So this is, it just seems like the obvious choice moving forward for companies to make these types of decisions. It's kind of a win-win for everyone.
1: All right, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you for tuning into the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the Hustle Podcast Network. Our editor today is Edgar Trubiano and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, go yourself signed up at hustle.co email. We will see you tomorrow. Hey
0: everybody! I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work, and it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan Leanne Elliott as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding keeping and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.